Previously on Unstoppable Grace. One of the reasons I think we're unsatisfied is that we we don't we don't live our lives. We spend our lives waiting for our harvest before giving yep. ourselves permission. But another reason is that we don't even recognize the harvest all around us. Mm-hmm. We don't recognize our own harvest when it comes. Um, for example, I love fresh garden peas. Um, but if I went out to my little vegetable garden expecting to find mangoes, <laughs> I might have been really disappointed to find peas. Yeah. But I think that's exactly what we do when we look at everyone else's lives, and especially in a social media age where we look at other people living out our dreams and, and reaping the harvest that we thought we were supposed to get. And it makes it really hard to appreciate garden peas when you're looking at everyone else's mangoes and pineapples. Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truths from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we we are unstoppable. Unstoppable. (laughs) so um i guess my question is how can we recognize our own harvest how can we recognize the harvest around us that that maybe we're missing right now what does that really look like and is the harvest really about achieving things um or could it be actually all around us every single day right now i think one huge thing is gratitude I think that's like it it really comes down to being thankful and not just like, yeah, yeah, I'm thankful for my life. But like really thinking about what you have in your life that God has given you. And it doesn't even have to be material things, especially not material things. It should be the people in your life and the experiences, the fact that you got up in the morning and you took a breath. And I know Mm. I know that's kind of cliche because you hear about it all the time. I don't know. I hear about it in like motivational speeches and stuff. But it's so true to actually like really take the time to be thankful for the life you've been given and I think when you can do that then you stop thinking about what you don't have when you focus on what you do have and um in Matthew 6 verse 34 and I'm pretty sure we have quoted this verse before but it's so good it says therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is its own trouble so you know what like I think that's another thing thinking like oh I have to get through these obstacles that I'm going to face to get to what I want. And you just thinking when you think about all these things that you have to get through and what you don't have, Mm. then you can't stop and look at the harvest in that you are in, because I think there's multiple harvests in our Mm. life Mm -hmm. lives. Like it's not just like one end harvest. Kind of like how you said, you get to one and then, and then you have to accomplish something else. But I think to appreciate where you are in your own life and what God has given to you, and to stop being self-centered. And I think that really takes a lot of effort for the human mind to not be Mm -hmm. Mm self-centered. You often hear that quote that says, it's the journey, not the destination. And I think that as Christians, our destination is heaven, um, like eternity speaking. and our purpose as Christians, as Laura just read, I think in Matthew, um, about the, how the harvest is is plentiful and the laborers are few. And so I think that as Christians, our goal should be to share the gospel, and that should be part of our journey. But also, 
um, speaking differently, just in our lives, we're all so focused on the goal outcome of whatever it is that we want. But I think just learning, Heidi, like you just said, taking a step back and being thankful for the things in our lives allows us to reflect and grow and challenge ourselves to to live more in the moment. And I, I don't mean that in a cliche way of live in the moment and enjoy. I mean, not that, the, not, yeah, not that that's not that that's bad, but I think that, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that <laughs> saying personally, <laughs> um, but just really living with a heavenly perspective that we're here for a purpose. We're here mm-hmm. for a reason enjoy the journey. Yes. Um, build community, grow with one another. Um, not in, not in a cliche way, but (laughs) I hope you understand what I'm saying. I think also, um, the harvest is, uh, I mean, whenever you see Jesus talking about the harvest, Jesus mentions the harvest multiple times and, and it seems to almost always be in the context of other people. He's not looking for something that he's Mm going to accomplish in his life. He's looking at other people. You know, this verse says that he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like a sheep, like sheep without a shepherd. He's always looking at other people and how the harvest is, it's not about us. No. It's really not about us. Um, And there's another verse that talks about, um, well, it's Philippians 2, verse 3, and it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Wow, yeah. And that's a really hard place to, to come to. To I mean, think about it. Value others above yourselves. That literally means when you see someone struggling around you with something that, you know, maybe you don't quite understand and maybe you don't feel like you have time for because you're busy working on your own harvest, that means you got to value them above yourselves. Mm-hmm. Put your thing aside. If God's calling you to, to be present for someone, to bring joy to someone, to speak truth into someone's life, yeah. that nothing else is important as that. Like that is the harvest. Yeah. You know? And, and that kind of also you can't do that unless you are present in the moment. If you're just thinking about the future yeah. and what am I going to accomplish? You aren't going to recognize those opportunities that God's putting in front of you. Um, in church recently, our pastor, he said, and I wrote it down and actually wrote about it in my journal this morning. Um, and he said every morning he asks God and he encouraged us, uh, in the congregation to do the same. And I'm going to encourage our listeners and both of you to do the same, but wake up in the morning and pray. And when you pray, ask God, say, God, what do you have for me to serve you today? Mm. And I think if we start our mornings off with that and that's the mindset we go into it's not what can I accomplish for myself but what can I accomplish for God Mm -hmm. and what does God want me to do then I think you are going to see so much fruit from the harvest that you're planting if if it's not about yourself and I think we need to go into Mm -hmm. every single day with that request before God not about God uh, like give please give me this God please do this for me it's God what can I do for you that's interesting. Um, my mom, many years back, started her own business. And um, and I remember when I was little, seeing her, you know, when she went out of the house, she would get dressed up. You know, she'd do her hair. She'd look nice. She'd be prepared, knowing that at some point she might have a chance to talk with someone who she'd be able to help. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective that whenever she left the house, she went out prepared for opportunity. And I think that's, you know, maybe a little more what we need to do when it comes to going out there and living our lives, seeing, you know, trying to find God at work and see how we can join him is every time we get out of bed and we leave the house 
prepare ourselves yeah. for an opportunity and watch for that opportunity that God might initiate for us to um, encourage someone or mm. for us to do something to join him in in the work that he's already doing. When we actually go out there prepared, you know, we might have our own schedule, we might have our own plans. Um, we're pretty good schedules a couple of us here really set our plans (laughs) (laughs) i know danielle and i schedule our day from like the time we wake up to the time we go to bed Mm -hmm. um but uh i guess having a schedule if we don't go out prepared to see god at work can hold us back but at the same time if we're going out prepared and saying i'm looking for opportunity i'm looking for ways to join god in his work um then it gives us that freedom to be able to do that and set our own schedules aside if god has a harvest for us that day somewhere else that we need to go collect you know totally what's that there's a quote and it's when uh, i'm gonna misquote it but it's about how when like this woman of the of the lord wakes up in the morning as soon as her feet touch the ground satan's like crap (laughs) she's awake yeah Yeah, Yeah. she's awake she's awake (laughs) and that's because that person i mean hypothetically that person is i'm god what do you have in store for me what do you want me to do to serve you today she's on a mission she's not just going through the motions yeah we've been talking a lot about how we create goals in the future and a lot of us are very goal-driven Um, with trying to achieve something that we really want. But I know something that I struggled with um, a lot previously was looking at my past and being kind of stopped by the mistakes or choices that I had made in the past and reflecting on how I wasn't where I wanted to be because of choices that I made. And whether or not that was true, I spent way too much time looking in, looking in the rear view mirror um, And I think you hear the analogy a lot about a car and how um, the windshield in front of you is a lot bigger than the rear view mirror. And you're meant to look back just to kind of see what's behind you. But if you constantly and continually look in the rear view mirror while you're driving down a highway, you're inevitably going to crash. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing in life happens if we're constantly looking at our past and and the choices and mistakes that we've made, then we're not going to be going in the right direction And I think it's super important to look at our past, to learn from it, to grow from it. I mean, we are who we are because of the choices that we've made, but to move forward in a way that's honoring to God. I had a friend um, a few years back. I met her on a film set. Um, She's an actress as well. And um, we had a lot of the same dreams and goals. Uh, We had sort of the same vision, I think, for what our harvest would look like when it finally came in. And um, we dreamed about what we would do together and the places we'd go and the stuff we'd create. And and, uh, she invited me to a movie premiere of hers once. Uh, She played a role in in a film. And um, I didn't go. The premiere was, it was like three hours away and she just had a small role in it anyway. It's, it's, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal compared to what I knew that she could do in the future. I mean, with talent like hers, um, this was nothing like the kind of premieres I'd get to go to hers when, you know, when her harvest really came in. And so I didn't go. Um, I was too busy working towards my own harvest anyway to really make time to go out and, and support this at that time. And Anyway, so the next time that I heard her voice was um, when I picked up the phone and and called her. Um, But it went to her voicemail. And uh, I left her voicemail. Um, I heard these crazy rumors going around that she had passed away, and I didn't believe it. And so um, the next time I, I guess, saw her was um, while I was at her funeral. 
Um, and it just, it broke my heart sitting there. It felt so wrong that God would take someone out of the world before her harvest even had a chance to come in. And um, I didn't understand it for many years after. And it wasn't until more recently now that I finally have realized that, you know, if, if that was me in her place, I would have wasted so much of my life. I would have wasted my entire life waiting for my life to begin, and it never would have started because it didn't look the way that I would have thought that it should look. Um, but looking back at her life, I realized that she didn't, she didn't waste her whole life. She lived a beautiful life. Um, she had incredible friends and family. Um, there were people at her funeral who shared stories of how she had influenced them. And, um, and I realized that finally, <laughs> I've realized that the harvest is not actually a place you can go. It's not a title you can own or a status. It's not something you can put on the shelf to boast about. Um, but that the harvest comes in those little moments. That the harvest comes in the hearts that you touch and in the people that you serve and in the smiles that you bring and in how you lead the people around you into great scenes, you know, um, how you enhance their stories. And, and so I think I just want to encourage you guys as we end this episode to just be intentional, to realize that life is so short. And whether you do live to 80 or whether you live, you know, to 30, you never know when your last days are going to be here. And, and I don't talking to my dad, talking to my grandma, they couldn't, they, they don't believe, you know, how fast life has gone by. Um, it is short. So I want us to be intentional about just um, seeing God at work and joining him and trusting him to initiate our stories and trusting him to, to lead us into those, those beautiful scenes, to be able to see him at work. Um, and remember that we're not here to impress um, we're here to bless, and our harvest is not always going to look the way that we want it to. So I think we need to um, to enjoy these moments and to really, um, God doesn't need our perfection. He doesn't need us to, to do great things for him and then give him the glory. He really wants to work through us. And so I'm going to personally do a better job of really making myself available to him this year and seeing what kind of a story he can write through my life. So, um, yeah, I encourage you guys to do that as, as well and see, see where the harvest might be around us that maybe we've been missing it all these years. All right, we're going to end with that, my friends. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, for listening in, um, and for joining us. We'd love to hear from you on social media, so be sure to come and share your stories if there are things you want to share with us as well. Um, and that being said, if you want to leave us a voicemail message on our Anchor FM website just find follow the link it's anchor.fm i think slash unstoppable grace that might be wrong but we have links in our instagram and facebook feeds um that you can go to and there's actually a button that you can go to and record a voicemail message if you want to do it that way we would love to hear from you yeah, share your stories ask your questions totally maybe we'll answer something in an upcoming podcast maybe we'd feature you in an upcoming podcast if I you know. like all right. Thank you guys for listening. Remember that on our own, we are so far from great, but by his grace, we are unstoppable. Amen. That's it for today. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our show and give us a rating. Until next time, take care and God bless.